This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 2017, and Friday. Boy, busy week. I'm Jeff Alpin, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome. Today, a long interview with Natasha Juganovich. Let me try that one. Juganovich from the .me domains. And good interview about the importance of personal branding. Uh, I'll also say and how using a .me domain can help you with that. Hope you find this helpful and give it a great review wherever you listen to the show. And I do hope you enjoy the weekend. And Sunday's my birthday. Sunday's my birthday. And let's get going, okay? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So my guest today is Natasha Zuganovich. Natasha is the CMO and COO of the domain dot me. So just to be clear, that's the web domain comma dot me. And she's been featured in Thrive Global and a variety of publications around the world on different subjects related to branding. And Natasha, welcome. Hello. <laughs> and I love this domain, .me. And um, somehow or other, I have the idea that it's not just simply, it reflects a nation code. What country is this from? Yeah, it's from Montenegro. It's a country called top-level domain. But because of its meaning, uh, it's used globally, and most of our customers come from the U.S., or English-speaking countries, basically. It's a fabulous domain. Yeah. Fabulous domain. And, and when I think of this, you know, it sets off the opportunity for people to brand themselves in so many different ways. But most people don't get the fact that they should be branding themselves. Yes. So I'm going to toss it to you. Why should they brand themselves? Yeah, so when we, we started with, with this uh, uh story of personal branding i think everybody would say just celebrities should have a personal brand or if you're uh, looking for uh, as, as a freelancer or consultant then you should brand yourself like you're a company but then in the end i think we all are uh, small companies when we are looking for jobs and we have to present ourselves in the best possible way and that's where the personal branding term comes in and it's uh, super important that you do it properly and th- th- that you don't let other people to, to actually create a story about you. You should talk about it, not somebody else. That's, that's the point of personal branding. And when I hear the term, create the story about yourself, <laughs> I, I yeah. pause and I act like the typical individual who yeah. thinks to themselves, the story about me? Like, yeah. there's a story <laughs> about me that people... Like they care oh, about? Story. Yeah, of course. We all have our stories. Even though when I ask you, who are you? You would say probably what you do. And uh, we already always use some kind of keywords and say, I'm a marketer, I'm a pro- programmer, a developer, a designer. And that's a kind of like keywords that don't actually speak about you. And I think uh, using the story is also speaking about how did you become what you are 
And what do you strive? What are your values? Because that's actually describing you in the best possible way. And that's personal branding. Like all big brands do that. Coca-Cola doesn't say we are are selling Coca-Cola. They speak about making people's lives happy. And that's basically uh, uh, the story. And it's funny, I I coach someone who's with a large sportswear firm running a marketing Mm -hmm. function for them. Mm -hmm. And um, his his pride is really about his ability to create stories for their brand. And folks, you know, these days, stories aren't about the words that you tell, although that's part of it. It's the visual part of this, too. Uh, yeah, we are visual beings, I would say. <laughs> so when I, when I speak about this, the first slide that I would show is a slide of like cave people having these drawings on the on the walls of the cave. So that's visual. And I don't think we 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 changed so much from that time. We did, of course, but in, in inside that we still like to see things visually, and that's and we also like to hear a story. If I would just uh, come here and speak about like w- what the number of domains do we have and then statistics and, and you would probably forget it or your viewers would probably forget it. So it's, we like numbers, but it's more about like uh, feeling smart because we believe numbers. But more what stays more is actually that story that's inside of that. If I can say a story around the numbers and I can, if I can visualize it, that's the best. And if you can connect it with an emotional state, that's best of all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, every story, I would say, goes for your emotions. And it's, it's, a, it's a famous story about the, the Maslow pyramid of needs. Like all the needs are just placed in one pyramid with the like basic and then goes up to the transcendence. And if you, with your story, can uh, affect one of those needs, that's where you actually are getting the point and where you're actually touching the hearts of those who you are you're telling your story to. So true. And, and, you know, we're back to this idea of storytelling through a website where someone can communicate directly with people and connect with them, which folks you ever see that happen on LinkedIn? Because I really don't. Yeah, because LinkedIn has, I would say, a different purpose. You have to have a LinkedIn account if you're looking for a job. I think at least that you have. But it's also it because it's a it's a machine. I would say a machine reader that goes through profiles and tries to find you. So you have to have these keywords and important numbers and what you've done. But it's more important of how you present that. And I think LinkedIn is kind of too narrow for it. It doesn't give you this liberty of showing that you are creative, that you have some kind of projects that are difficult to explain in, in just words. You don't have that much space. And it's also your control. So we speak about websites and social media like two different things because on social media, you cannot control uh, to, to everything that's on it because other people can say something about it. And then uh, when you have your own website, then you are the one who controls and who owns all of it. Maybe one day we put everything we have on, on LinkedIn and we wrote our stories. You know, there is this part where, where you can write blog posts on, on LinkedIn. So what happens if one day LinkedIn just disappears? Because that happened with other social media. And that's why I think it's important to have that kind of stories or something that you really invested a lot of time in is uh, on your website. 
and that's uh, the place where your personal brand grows. And then LinkedIn and Facebook, Instagram, or all other social networks are basically just used to, uh, as, as a distribution channel because you create something on your website and then you say, okay, this is my, like you do with your podcast, you still have your, your website, but then on the other side, you have your podcast, which is a distribution channel. And then you have your YouTube channel, which is also some kind of distribution of your information. You've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> She's done her homework about me. I love this. <laughs> I see. I actually like it, like uh, many things that, that you, the things that you speak about there. It's very actual, I would say, because I was uh, helping some people to, to find a job also, like talking to them. And though most of those questions that you answer are, are basically the regular questions that people have, which means that you listen. Absolutely. You know, I worked in search for more than 40 years before transitioning into okay. coaching. I have heard <laughs> complaints and worries and anxieties yeah. about people, uh, from yeah. people about their careers for the longest time. Yeah. And then Reddit helps as well, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but the idea of... You own your where your content resides, and you can use the social media channels like LinkedIn and Facebook uh, and Twitter even and, and Instagram as a way of pointing people to it to get the texture and the depth while you're giving them a little bit of a snippet or a touch about yeah. it on social. Uh, yeah. You know, you own it then, and then you're just using it as like, I'm going to use a, a phrase, hub and spokes. Uh, okay. A hub is a place that's. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hub. Hub. You know, is the home of it? Uh, is is mm -hmm. the center that people Central. might find it, and then you're yeah. sending them out to a place. Exactly. 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 And then you can also use the use different social media for different things. You don't have to share everything uh, that you post on your website on one social media. Because you don't want to put on, on, uh, on LinkedIn that you've done the renovation of your house, that you've been creative with your garden. That's not the place for it. But it is maybe for Pinterest or Instagram or something like that. Exactly right. And although these days, folks, I'm just going to remind you on your mobile, there's now LinkedIn stories. So you can, you know, people are looking at stories on LinkedIn like they do on other platforms. You know, it's a quick place where you'll get attention and you can send them to, for details to your .me address uh, so that, okay. you know, people can get more from you. Because that's really, you know, when I think of my time in search, mm -hmm. yes, I wanted the facts about what someone did and they had to be qualified, but the mm -hmm. texture about them that yeah. I could share with the client came from either interviews or later in my career, of course, came from websites and other places where I could research them. Yeah. And that's true of employers and, as well as they're looking for things. Yes. Yeah. So we had a research couple of years ago about how people hire and we interviewed more than a hundred HRs and most of them, I don't exactly remember the number, but most of them, uh, Googled people. So as soon as you find somebody who is interesting or somebody who, who like attracts you in a, in a def, in, makes an interest, you would go in a search, Google search. And I would uh, 
invite everybody to just search for your name on Google and see what, what is there and how much can you control that? Because that can be a dangerous place. Yeah, and the best possible way to control it is basically to start with, with the cleaning, <laughs> cleaning of social media and doing your own website because usually a website gets very high on, on search engines. And folks, I'll just simply say, if you think your name is ordinary, there's always a way of being able to find you beyond that by simply adding your employer's name to the search, some secondary criteria, which could include your skills, uh, because remember, it'll find your LinkedIn profile. If you include a couple of keywords, people are finding one another. And remember, LinkedIn sells a product called LinkedIn Recruiter that allows headhunters to search the entire database and find people. And with Google searches, once they have a little bit about you, then they can use Google to really track you and see what your social media presence is like elsewhere. And yeah. uh, shall we say some of those foibles that you have and a lot of good stuff that you've done too. Yeah. 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 But ultimately the idea of the .me domain is allowing you to stand out and not be ordinary. Yeah, yeah. well first create a website and that's what we've seen with the hundreds of thousands of our users. Uh, people just would put their name, surname, or their nickname uh, in the in, in the URL address, and uh, and it's so so easy, it's very personal, and it explains directly what it is. So, in terms of the .me domain, folks, if if you try uh, to purchase one, I'm going to translate surname into U.S. English. Last name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's for the Americans in the audience who never think in terms of surnames anymore. Okay. <laughs> Last name or your full name dot me. And it becomes a way that people can find you. And, you know, when people in certain professions think of, why would anyone be interested in looking at what I've done on such a site? What could I show them? Could you talk to them about a couple of examples of, and I'm going to ask you to start off with the non-creatives. Aha. Uh -huh. So non-creatives, I can't say what's a non-creative. An accountant. Kind of, a a charter accountant. Uh, an engineer. Okay. Oh, I have a very good example. I have an accountant. Like accountant is probably the least creative, at least it sounds the least creative. Much better description. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but she created, she started from her Instagram account and she posted some kind of uh, good advices there. And then in the end, she realized that maybe I can make uh, like a database of like knowledge base and created a website where she puts all of these uh, little wisdoms of accounting. And people just, it, it's so easy to follow. Uh, and it's uh, a thing that, in the end, all of us uh, interest, because we should know how to save money, how to plan our, our budget, how to do things that are definitely not creative, but we all have to do it. And, but she made a business out of being creative in accounting business. That's so, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it's, no, it's really, it's, uh, it's easy. I would say it's easy to be creative when you are a designer or developer, maybe. 
it also depends because I would say that the biggest problem with creating uh, content online is how much are you willing to share and how much are you not ashamed of what you did? And like, I'm, I'm never sure if I, if I wrote an article, if it's really good, should I put it online? What if somebody thinks that it's, that I'm stupid? So that's the biggest problem in creating a website and, and doing something more than just ph photography is uh, that people don't know what to say. They cannot create a story because they don't have this self-confidence. And I'm sure that you've seen that in your career, that self-confidence is the biggest problem of, in how you present yourself in front of the, the future employer or in front of anybody. When I, I talk to, uh, to people about what firms look for when they hire, I always say competence is the first variable. But yeah. and then my second variable is self-confidence yeah. and thus your willingness to reveal of yourself and yeah. to even make mistakes along the way exactly. you know, and exactly. engage in conversations where you admit that you made a mistake and go, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Suddenly you become a human you, being. Yeah, exactly. Because when you are when you are self-confident enough to say that you made a mistake or that you were weak, because in this time, especially all of us had moments when we felt weak, and and we didn't because of the insecurity and we don't know what's going on. And I think uh, if you are able to admit that and to say that you have a problem, even just a little little problem, then. Uh, it makes you more human and people would uh, easily open to you and easily accept your story. And you, you don't look like, uh, you know, full makeup filtering, filters from Instagram because you are a real person. Authenticity, basically. And, and that's what personal branding is. Not showing my perfect self with my super hair and then the makeup, but showing who am I, being proud of who you are. Right. And being willing to stand in the fire sometimes. And exactly. <laughs> you know, these days, everyone's a critic. Everyone has an opinion. And we're yeah. being reviewed constantly. We know this already. And yeah. it's okay. You're never good. You know, folks, it's so rare that you folks say anything that's that dumb. <laughs> that you have to be frightened that you're going to be obliterated online. But I, yeah, I would even say, I wouldn't even say that. I think that we all have to be prepared for criticism. And where does it come from? Practice. <laughs> Just post something and wait for people to say something and practice on them. Right. And what's funny is, of course, our biggest critic is ourselves. So we're sitting there staring at what we've published and going, oh, that wasn't so good. Yeah. <laughs> when good. I see some, yeah, exactly. When I see some, you know, Facebook memories when they show up, the things that I wrote there that I posted like years ago, I'm oh, so ashamed. <laughs> but still, like, that's me. That's the way how we grow and how we develop. We are always we 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 are the most the, the most critical for ourselves, and our past is is something to, to criticize to make fun of the the way how we dressed and the the things that we believed even that all comes from that. I, I, every once in a while, I listen to episode one of No BS Job Search Advice Radio, <laughs> and it's painful. 
It is painful. There's no personality. I'm very flat and boring. And uh, I think I've evolved over time. <laughs> a bit. A bit. After 2000, you will be okay. <laughs> and as we're, as we're recording this, I'm a little over a week from episode 2000. Uh, so. Congratulations. That's really an amazing thing. Thank you. And a week and a half from the 10th anniversary as well. So uh, it's a fun time in the evolution of the show and of the YouTube channel, which has been on since 2008, amazingly. Um, But back to personal branding. Yeah. The .me domain can be a place where you share your work in a variety of different ways. You know, whether it's in a blog with images and pages, mm-hmm. both, it's a way that you can promote your successes and thus allow you to p- present that to the world and direct people to the domain beyond yeah. simply doing SEO. Yeah, just just look at it as your online home. Yeah, just so uh, the main name is is an address, but you have to have a website to build a website, which is today very easy because there are so many different platforms that is like drag and drop. So you don't have to be a designer or a programmer. Many really good templates to do it. Uh, the biggest thing there is actually to create that story and to put it uh, on the website and don't uh, don't put too much. I would say try to kind of structure the the information that you give, but also use visuals, use pictures, use uh, the way how you evolve the projects you've done, the successes. And uh, for most people that are looking for a job that don't have that uh, history behind, they can just say what they believe in, what they like, if they have a hobby, if they have a dog or a cat. These are all parts of people's personalities. You mean I should put the dog pictures up there too? (laughs) If you want, if you really like your dog. (laughs) It's funny, there's a a trainer who I worked with many years ago when I was first learning internet marketing. And she said, and this is good, this will really date it. She used to be known for her e-zine, her electronic newsletter. And that's how she marketed herself and spoke about the first version that went out had like nine subscribers, uh, including her parents and her dog. And... (laughs) Obviously, she grew it over time and it was doing fine. But one day she spoke about losing her dog. Uh, The dog passed away and everything changed for her when she opened up and shared her personal stories. Exactly. That's where she shows her emotional side. Uh, And we would use the, the professional term of vulnerability, but I like to think of being a human being. Exactly, because that's where we connect. Right. So as you're doing things, don't think about just everything professional. Think about where you can show your humanity as well and stand out from other people so that folks get to know, like, trust and respect you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in constructing this personal brand, we've spoken mm-hmm. about the .me domain. We've spoken about mm-hmm. you know, using this, you know, the major sites to direct people to your site. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we've spoken about uh, not just simply professional content, but personal content as well. And I'm wondering in terms of website design for those folks who are not really um, okay. you know, comfortable and don't want to spend a lot of money, what sort of tools can, are available on the .me domain that allow people to do an easy website that is still attractive mm-hmm. and looks great? Yeah. It's easy. So uh, you, uh, if if you are uh, you already have a, a domain name, then it's you probably already have your uh, preferred registrar. But if not, uh, choosing a registrar is basically easy. There are so many different options, and they usually offer this web hosting and a website builder. And you can start with very simple solutions. Uh, there is there are services like Squarespace and Weebly. My favorite, WordPress that they all have their uh, easy to build and to use and redesign uh, templates that you can adjust to your colors, your fonts, and your, you can put everything you want there. And maybe for the, for the beginning, just, just try the, the, the simplest versions and then uh, it develops, like you learn on the go and then you see what else can be a part of it. And in WordPress, because that's what I happen to use, uh, the thing you'd be looking for, folks, is themes. Uh, And that creates the framework on top of WordPress for the pretty environment that you're going to create there. And then underneath that, there are plugins. I know this may sound complicated to you folks who haven't done this before, but it's easier than it sounds. Yeah. Plugins allow you to do specific tasks with the theme uh, to accomplish a number of things, including preventing yourself from being assaulted with spam. (laughs) Yeah, but I think WordPress offers that so intuitively now. It's very easy to to build a website. And also in connection with the registrar, where you register your domain, they give you like short instructions on what to do in terms of building your first website. And often they have their own site builders that are even easier. Even easier, even easier. And and again, as long as it looks in a way that you like, which all these things are customizable these days, Mm -hmm. uh, and you can communicate the information that you want, which all these sites allow you to do, almost everything is free that you'll start off with, so there's no extra expense. Yeah. And also there is a, a Squarespace and Wix and Weebly. They are yes. all super too easy, easy to use tools. Uh, and they are basically th- that these applications are built for people who are not professional designers or developers. Like me. Just a matter of, <laughs> just a matter of time and practice, nothing else. Right. So you'll make mistakes, folks. It won't be perfect instantly. It'll evolve. Your wife, husband, or partner will look at it and make fun of it. Uh, exactly. your, your friends will tease you. Just tune them out. Take the parts of the advice that make sense. Don't listen to the emotional hangups of other people who don't have the courage to do what you're doing. Exactly. The easiest is to criticize. Oh, and these days in particular, everyone's a critic. <laughs> yeah, and those who've done it, they know what's the, the problem. So. 
So what haven't we talked about yet that we should in the way of personal branding vis-a-vis the .me domains? What, what else should we cover today? Huh. I don't know. We, um, I don't know. I think we've got to cover that. So how can, <laughs> how can people place an order for a .me domain, get everything in the way of information that they need? How do yeah, you buy a .me? Just go to, to any registrar that you want and then just search for a domain availability, like your full name, name and, and last name, <laughs> .me. And it's prob- you see if it's available, depends on how uh, common your name is. But there are always options, different options. Right. Can you do a first name dot last name dot me? No, no, without dots. No. How about a hyphen? Hyphen, yes. But I wouldn't recommend because your your domain name should be something that is uh, that pa- passes the radio test. So if you the, don't the have radio to test? It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't spell it. You don't have to spell it. You would just say jeffaltman.me or natashajukanovich.me. So it's easy to, to spell to pronounce without spelling. So no, no dashes, no numbers, if it's possible. Definitely no numbers, folks. You always <laughs> want to be the number one. And that means exactly. not having a number. <laughs> exactly. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get information and advice from me. First of all, visit my website, which is TheBigGameHunter.us. Go to the blog. There's a lot there to help you. In addition, if you need interview advice, I've created a course called The Ultimate Job Interview Framework, available as a video on Udemy.com. That's U-D-E-M-Y.com, or available as a paperback or for Kindle on Amazon, and will help you stand out in a great way on your interviews. Also, if you're interested in my coaching you, there's a button on the site that says schedule. Schedule time for a free discovery call or schedule yourself in for coaching. I will love to help you. I'm able to help with regard to interview preparation, leadership coaching, salary negotiation advice, making a good decision between different offers, anything related to improving yourself in the workplace. If you have questions for me, you can schedule 15 minutes with me at thebiggamehunter.com. US forward slash live or an even less expensive way is at thebiggamehunter.us forward slash video answers where you can leave a message for me and I'll respond with a three to five minute video. Please financially support the podcast by clicking the button below and pledging whatever you'd like. I really appreciate it. Finally, watch me on TV. Download the Job Search TV app for Fire TV, Fire Stick, or Roku, or BingeNetworks.tv for Apple TV and 90-plus smart TV platforms. I'll be back tomorrow with more. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great!